Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome to Law of Attraction Changed My Life, episode two. Here we are, it's Friday, it's time for episode two and I want to talk to you today about something that is affecting us all and that resonates with us all and that is coronavirus and living la vida lockdown. Has it been good for you? Has it been a positive experience or has it been a negative experience? I think I can speak for most people when I say it has been a very difficult time. (laughs) I just want to check, what are you doing whilst you're listening to this episode? Let me know, because this is designed, this positive content is designed to be consumed during net time. That's N-E-T time, no extra time. That's what it stands for. And that is when you are consuming positive content or learning things or doing your affirmations or doing your work whilst you're doing something else. So it could be whilst you're doing your housework. It could be whilst you're driving Let me know, because it should be during your no extra time. 
but also I'm not telling you what to do you do what you got to do and also thank you so much for all of your support I now have 53 reviews on my podcast which is amazing thank you so much for everyone that took the time to leave a five-star review I see you I appreciate you thank you so much and for everybody that sent me comments on my Instagram saying how much they enjoyed episode one it really really does make such a difference to me to know that it is making a difference to you and that's what I used to love so much about doing the videos was that people would respond and be like this has changed my life and I'd be like me too so please keep all those coming because I really do appreciate it So as I said, today is going to be talking all about the coronavirus and the lockdown that we have all endured during 2020. In so many ways, I feel like this lockdown has been a blessing. And before you say, but I lost all my income and I've missed out on my wedding or I've missed out, I feel you. Because trust me, Lockdown is harder for some people than others. I know some people that have just been furloughed. They're living their best life on 80% of their wages. And for them, it's no big deal. For other people like me, we've lost our income, our businesses. It is a completely different ballgame. So hear me out. Our reality is constructed. And this total breakdown of society, this total breakdown of what it is to live in this society is making people question the way that we live. So many people are busy working, working, working on that treadmill of life, doing the nine to five, that you don't stop long enough to think, is this really what I want to do? Do I want to be living my life so busy I barely have time to stop to think? And this has forced us all to just stop. I think the best thing that we can take from this is that we have learned that people do not need to work five days a week, nine to five thirty in an office. We can do remote working, we can do hot desking, we can do flexible working for mothers, we can do condensed hours. And how amazing is that? Something that I think people, but particularly working mothers, have been fighting for for so many years. It's been proven. We can now do it. So let's just change the way that we work in the future and let's try and hold on to this and remember, "Mm, okay, you're saying I can't leave at three to pick up my child from school. But actually, do you remember when we completely ran the business for three months during a UK lockdown? Yes. Okay. So I think I'll be off at three. This is what I'm saying. We are seeing the positives of this lockdown. We are being forced to look at how we work and how we live Isn't it madness when you really think about it that everybody starts work at the same time? Obviously not everybody, shops, salons, I get you. But the majority of offices, nine to five or nine to five thirty. So everyone is cramming onto these peak hour trains that you have to pay a premium for as well because you're traveling during peak hour. And it is a fucking nightmare. Let's not lie. It is a fucking nightmare. I used to commute from Essex and it was draining my soul. It drained my soul. C to C train line has my soul in it now. And we don't have to do that. This has proven it. This lockdown has proven it. So all of the big bosses out there, let's fucking shake this shit up and let's do some hot desking. Let's do some flexible working because we have proven that we do not need to live this way. We don't need to live like a herd of fucking rats. I think the other way that lockdown has really helped us all is that to truly appreciate something, I feel like you have to miss it. Absence makes the heart grow fonder after all. 
when I started doing the magic a little while ago, if you haven't heard of the magic, it's a book by Rhonda Byrne who wrote The Secret and it is fucking amazing. It's a 28 day gratitude process. I love it. And one of the things that you have to do is write 10 blessings every morning and they have to be 10 different blessings. And I remember my mum saying to me recently, 10 different blessings a day. How on earth do you think of 10 different ones a day? And it's like, okay, you need the magic because if you can't think of 10 different blessings every day, you need help. But actually, a lot of people aren't grateful for the little things in their life. All of the little things that we can do, like walk into a shop and browse, go to a party, host a barbecue, go to work, have human contact, go to festivals. All of these things that we just took for granted and probably never showed gratitude for before. We're all of a sudden seeing what a massive impact they have on our lives, how much we miss them, how much we appreciate them and how much we want them back. After all, no one appreciates freedom more than the person in prison. And no one appreciates just a feeling of comfortability than someone who has a terrible toothache. When you have a terrible toothache, all of a sudden you're like, I'd give anything. I'd give anything to feel how I have for the whole rest of my life with the zero tooth pain. So for us, having all these things taken away, what an amazing, amazing lesson to be appreciative for all of these things in our lives that we deemed so ordinary, so granted to us, they're actually life-changing. So lockdown has been very different for us all. Like I said earlier, some people have been given, you know, 80% furlough, their job is safe, they're at home, they're living their best lives. There's other people, my sister has three children, shout out to her, and it has been hard. If you have a child in lockdown, let me tell you, it's a different ball game. It's a different fucking ball game trying to keep these children interested and entertained all day, every day for three months. It's impossible. Um, but then also, on the other hand, there's people that are living alone. Everyone has their struggle. No one is harder than another. But we are all struggling. Let me tell you a little bit about my situation with lockdown because it has really shaped how I felt about the whole thing. So at the end of 2019, I stretched myself in a way that I have never stretched myself. And that is that my goal was to buy a house in the countryside near my family. So all of my family, the selfish fuckers that they are, all moved about three hours away from me and where we grew up in Essex. And so I've been living in London for like the last 10 to 15 years. Um, but when it comes to raising a family and having children and stuff, it's truly no fun being down in London by yourself. I wanted to be around my family and that was a decision that I made. But I wasn't willing to let go of my London lifestyle. I bought a flat when I was about 24 maybe or 25. I don't know how old I was, 24. And I am not willing to let that go because it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I love London. I have a salon there. My business is there. My home is there. But I wanted to buy a house in the country as well. Now, you may think, Fran, let's talk about expectations. You are a single parent. You work about three days a week and bitch, you do lashes. So come on, set your expectations. But I was like, nah, I'm buying a house. And so I kept my old flat. And I managed to buy a new house in a village that I absolutely love. Um, my method was to go for one of the smallest, cheapest houses I could buy, but in one of the most expensive villages. Because 
I am very good at polishing a turd, I've been told. And my apartment in London, I have made it unrecognisable. So I thought if I have the location and I have the good village with the good school that's close to the city, well, then actually I can make that house amazing. That was my plan pre-corona. So in order to achieve this, I saved a massive amount in 2019. I was actually super proud of myself, but I did also take on a family loan. So a I don't know whether to call it a small loan or a large loan. It's pretty sizable, but I, if I worked hard, I think I could pay it back in one year. That was my aim. I've never taken a large family loan before. I've never taken out a loan. I've never had a credit card. It ain't my vibe. Um, But I was pretty desperate. I wanted my daughter to start school in the country, be settled in her life. And in order to achieve that, I took out a loan. And I had it all planned out. I had it all planned out in my 2020 diary. I was like, right, my season of when my work is really busy is from March through to about October. If I pay this, 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 this and this, I'm going to pay you off by the end of this year, which means that next year I can focus on doing my extension and my renovations and making this house the home that I want it to be for my daughter and myself. Then fucking Corona. At the beginning of the year, I found out that I was pregnant shortly after moving into this house, having two mortgages and taking out a loan. And I was like, shit, okay. I worked out all my dates and I was like, okay, okay. The baby's going to be born in October, which is fine. That means if I work super, super hard um, and I work right up until my due date, I can pay you back and everything will be fine. Let me just add The family member that lent it to me has put no pressure on me to pay it back, but I do not like debts. I don't like stuff like that. And I don't feel like I can improve my house until I've paid that back. And so I'm really focused on just paying that back. Then I got the second um, little bombshell, which was that I'm not having a baby. I'm having two babies. Two. Two babies. Who does that? Who does that? Me. Um... So I had a little freak out. I I won't lie. I had a large freak out for about two weeks. And I thought, okay, I'm not going to be able to work in the same way that I would with a single baby. I mean, when I had Bohemia, I worked up until about eight and a half months. I actually climbed Masara Mountain in Israel when I was about eight months pregnant in 30 degree heat. Let me tell you, having twins is a different fucking beast. I am currently just living on a bouncy ball because... I'm in pain. I'm in pain. Not only that, but the twins would be born earlier than a single baby. Not to mention, two babies just costs a lot more. So I was freaking out about how I was going to cope. Well, if I could go back to little old me, then I would laugh in her face because she had no idea what was coming next. She had no idea what was around the corner. I'll tell you what was around the corner. Coronavirus, bitch coronavirus. I lost the entirety of my income in the period of about four to five days. I have a property business. I rent out my apartment in London on Airbnb. Within four days, every single booking that I had over the summer cancelled. My appointments in the salon all cancelled and dried up. I had to make a split decision to drive down to London, empty out my flat of all of my possessions and get a renter in there ASAP 
that renter didn't have a fucking job because guess what? She worked in my salon that was now forced to close. But I just needed anyone in there to survive. So here I was, pregnant with twins, a single income household, two mortgages, a lease on a salon, three sets of bills and having a minor nervous breakdown. I'm not going to lie to you. On top of the financial aspect, I was also feeling very cheated on my personal experience. I mean, I have one child, I'm a single parent, and I would recommend divorce to anybody because (laughs) it's great. My ex-husband, he is brilliant. He has a two days a week. He's very reliable. Um, It gives me two days a week to come down to London, live my best life, drink wine on a rooftop pool, uh, work on my business, see my friends. Life is good. And I really feel cheated out of my last summer of being able to do that for God knows how long. But not only that, my little flat that I've had since I was 23, 24 has recently had major renovations and it is now, I would call my perfect London apartment. Every plug socket has USB uh, ports in it. I can't tell you what a difference that makes to have a USB port in your plug socket. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Everything is exactly how I want it, down to the worktop, the gold glittery worktop. And to move out of that, to move out of my apartment that I've designed, my half a million pound apartment in London, into an old lady's house, an old lady's house in the country that has Artex ceilings, brown carpets, and a fucking overgrown garden that I've nearly killed myself trying to hack back. It felt like a massive downgrade, but I knew that it was temporary because I can earn, I know how much I can earn, I know what my potential is, and within a year or two, I will have extended it, made it amazing, I'll have those USB ports back, and life will be good. But all of a sudden, I saw myself faced with absolutely zero earning potential, a worldwide pandemic, and I'm a super vulnerable person, because bitch has got Crohn's disease, and I'm pregnant with twins. So, Let's just say I hit a pretty low level in around about March or April of this year. Pretty low. So our minds are designed to make us survive, right? So we have a survival mindset. It's about 2 million years old. And us humans have it that when we are in stress or fear, we automatically think, what's going to go wrong? What's going to go wrong? How am I going to be killed? Because that is designed to keep us alive. It's designed to protect us. But it is also massively limiting us in this modern world where we don't really need that mindset anymore. We're evolving, but it takes its time. And this is why I had to remember my absolutely favourite equation, which is E plus R equals O. Event plus reaction 
equals the outcome. I cannot change the worldwide events that have happened that have made coronavirus fuck up everything and put us into lockdown. I can't change that Boris Johnson is such a dick. We have one of the highest rates of death in the world and everyone's laughing at us because he is an incompetent fool. I can't change that. But what I can change to it is my reaction and therefore I can change my personal outcome. I could have spent the entirety of lockdown, feeling sorry for myself. As I'll admit, I spent the first couple of weeks like this. I would have regular breakdowns. I'd phone family members crying about how I'd lost all my income. How was I going to manage to keep my properties afloat? Or I could turn this into a positive. So the first thing is to take away the fear. In case anybody is still fearful, let's just remember that 99.7% of under 50s don't even have symptoms when they catch coronavirus. And fear suppresses the immune system. So we don't want to be in fear. I actually genuinely have no fear of catching it. I genuinely don't. I don't think it's going to affect me. I don't think it's going to affect my family. I don't think it's going to affect my children. I have no fear of that. I have more fear of the consequences and the lockdown itself. And so once we take fear out of the equation, it's time to see how we can actually utilise this time and utilise this absolutely unique time in history. We might never get this time again in our lifetime and utilise it to make our lives better. So my lockdown goals are pretty simple at the beginning. Number one, paint my kitchen. Um, This is a kitchen that was designed to only be here for a year or two, like I say, until I extend and renovate. And I'm kind of jealous of those people that do those amazing budget makeovers. Have you seen like people get stuff from Wilkinson's and they will fab on their worktops and they'll paint their cupboards and they'll do all kinds of crazy shit. And I'm like, I want to do that, but I'd never do it on a decent kitchen. And I painted my kitchen pink pink and gold and it was absolutely amazing I really enjoyed it and it's made a room that I hated going into because it made me so depressed I actually feel happy when I go in there now so to decorate my kitchen number two to do my tax return because the alternative was doing it in December at Christmas with eight week old twins no thank you very much I'd rather cut my balls off and number three was to resurrect law of attraction change my life so you know that Law of Attraction Changed My Life used to be a YouTube channel and I hate you. I don't I don't hate YouTube. I don't it doesn't resonate with me. Making videos, I don't enjoy consuming content via videos. I don't really enjoy making videos. Podcasts are more my thing. The reality is is that 3 months in I've actually achieved so much more. I have decorated every room of my house bar the hallway and the bathroom. I have completely overhauled my garden. Um, I have re-roofed my salon. When I say re-roofed, I haven't personally done it. Not this fat bitch on a ladder. I have had someone in to re-roof my salon. Um, but I have failed. I had failed at resurrecting the law of attraction, changing my life. And it made me realise Anyone that has been in this lockdown will realise that there is a thing called the Corona Coaster and you are going to have up and down days. So I could have got down about the fact that I failed at resurrecting Law of Attraction Changed My Life. But it's not about the tempo of your progress. It doesn't matter how fast you're achieving everything. I could have achieved that whole lot in the first week. That doesn't mean that by the end of this, I would have felt like I'd made proper progress. It's more the consistency that matters. All you have to strive for is progress, no matter how slow. 
And I think this pregnancy and being so much slower (laughs) physically, mentally, and just in every way, and in generally living a slower life enforced upon us by UK lockdown, or worldwide lockdown, hello to everyone listening in America, because I saw there's a lot of you, it has really made me appreciate that, that you don't have to achieve everything fast, fast, fast. Oh shit, I've not done enough today, I've not been productive enough today. All you need to do is just keep going. At the beginning, I was like, I'm going to do this tax return. And it took me three weeks, maybe three, four weeks. And sometimes I was not very productive with it, but it didn't put me off. I just kept going. With the rooms in my house, I would decorate one room at a time. I would do my kitchen, then I left it about three weeks. Then I did my living room, then I left it another week, then I did my dining room. The slow progress did not put me off. And now I look back at how much I've achieved. It's incredible. At the beginning of lockdown, I was like, right, if I don't resurrect law of attraction change my life, when will I? I've got an abundance of time and I need to find a way that it makes me excited about it again. And I knew that that wasn't with the YouTube videos. I thought about doing Insta lives. It didn't feel right. I thought about Facebook lives. I wasn't really down for that. I had this idea of doing a whole daily video about positive lockdown experience and how to make it a positive experience for people. And guess what? It didn't happen. I did one Facebook Live and that was it. I stopped. I had no interest. And it made me realise that if in lockdown, while I have no social engagements, nothing to distract me, no work, if I'm not making this happen, it ain't never going to happen. And that's when two months into lockdown, I realised this needs to be a podcast. This needs to be a fucking podcast. So many people told me to do a podcast and it just didn't, it didn't penetrate. I ended up doing a webinar from this lady. I can't remember who it was. It was a free webinar about how to start a podcast. And it was a crock of shit. It was basically, she didn't tell you anything. You just had to pay if you wanted to find out how to actually start a podcast. And then in some way, I think I googled it, I found out about Buzzsprout, which is a podcast hosting uh, service. And once I got the ball rolling, it just spiraled and spiraled and spiraled. I only get to really work on things for myself two days a week whilst my daughter's with her dad. And this was a slow progress. It took two months to realise that I didn't want to host this content on a platform that didn't resonate with me anymore, i.e. videos and YouTube. It took another week to do this webinar that was a waste of time and I didn't gain anything from or I thought I didn't gain anything from. Then the next week I actually discovered Buzzsprout and I took about 10 hours to learn how to record, how to edit, how to produce and how to actually put out a podcast by myself. Then the next week it was like do my trailer, upload it, get it submitted to Apple. It was a slow process, but I had this luxury of so much time because what else am I going to be fucking doing during lockdown? When else would I ever have had the luxury of the time of learning how to do this? And I mean, it's not perfect. You might have noticed I have not mastered the art of doing a little jingly tune on the intro and outro. You don't get that shit because I don't know how to do it because I have baby brain allow me. But what I have done is I've now created a podcast and a platform where I'm now on episode two. I'm putting out weekly content. I've got great reviews. I'm getting a greater number of downloads and it's happening. 
I might have thought that those first two months were a waste of time and that I just procrastinated and I never made positive lockdown experience happen. But actually, those two months were really needed to make me see that law of attraction changed my life in the current format that it was, was never going to happen. It was never going to go any further because I was not interested in it. And I needed that to have the quiet to realise podcast. Podcast is the way forward. So please don't be discouraged if you've had a good idea or you've promised yourself that you'll do something and you're thinking, shit, we're getting close to the end of lockdown and I still haven't done it. There is still time. There's still time. I have made a list of things I've achieved during lockdown and that list hasn't finished yet. I still intend on decorating my hallway. I still intend on doing a couple of other bits and we are not at the end yet. It's better to start now than to not start at all. So I know for a lot of us, we still would never have chosen to be enduring a worldwide pandemic and that we would never have chosen to go into lockdown. But look at it this way. This lockdown has taken a lot of us beyond what was our threshold of control. Our threshold of control is the point where we say, this is the line. I cannot handle more than this. This is too much for me. I can't control it beyond this. This has taken us beyond that line. And to expand our comfort zone, we really have to face a large challenge. We don't get pulled out of our comfort zone and we don't expand our comfort zone without challenges. And my fucking God, this has been a challenge. When I first looked at buying a second home by myself and having two places to maintain, pay bills on, pay the mortgage on, it fucking terrified me. And I thought, can I really do this? Can I do it? And what this lockdown has taught me is not only can I fucking do it, but I can do it pregnant with twins and I can do it in a worldwide pandemic when I am unable to earn an income in a traditional sense. Shout out to my flat in London for giving me a little rental income because without that, I would not have survived. (laughs) And the great thing about expanding your comfort zone is that you learn to solve bigger and bigger problems, but you get to have a bigger and bigger world. So, for example, imagine it's to begin with, you're like, your threshold of control is, oh, my God, okay, I need someone to cover my shift at work because I need to go and, I don't know, do whatever. That's quite a small problem. The world around it is quite small. Next up, I need someone to run my restaurant that I own because I need to go on maternity leave. That might be your threshold of control. That's quite difficult for you to imagine, like, oh, my God, I don't know if I could cope with that. But you would learn to, you would learn to, and you take on a step from that, you'd be managing five locations. How do you manage five locations of your award-winning restaurants remotely? So you can see the more you expand your comfort zone by being given these huge challenges, the bigger your world becomes and the bigger the rewards. So with the law of attraction, I feel like in general, it's not about making massive steps. It's just about consistency. I've been doing the magic for about six days now. If you haven't seen the magic, I'm going to leave a link in the um, description of this podcast with a link to the book. It is amazing. I've done it three times in my life and each time it has changed my life. I'm on about day seven of this cycle. And the other day I stayed over at my sister's because she's my support bubble. Don't panic. And my nephew in the morning was like, what are you doing? And I was like, Roman, I need a pen please, I don't have a pen here, you need to get me a pen. He's like, okay, but what are you doing? I was like, I have to write 10 blessings every morning. 
He's like, what? Why do you have to? And was sort of taking the piss out of me a bit, as an eight-year-old does. And I was like, I have to, because if I don't do it today, I probably won't do it tomorrow. I have to be consistent. To you, it might not seem much, me sitting here and writing out 10 things that I'm thankful for in the morning. But to me, I can't afford not to. This is about training your mind. This is not motivation. It's discipline. The law of attraction is really simple. It's a really simple creature. It works the same every single time. All we need to work on is disciplining it into our lives, training our minds to accept it and to have it in our lives every day in the form of habits, in the form of rituals. This is what we're trying to do. And that's why I love the magic. It's a very simple book. I rave about it, but you might get it and be like, what is this crock of shit? This is just simple. It's little things like one day you're really thankful for all the food and water that you have. Another day it's, you're really thankful for your health. But it's just instilling these daily disciplines and these daily habits of gratitude. They actually have a massive, profound impact on your life. So why not use the remainder of lockdown to develop new habits? It is not too late to harness the magic of lockdown. There's any number of things you could be doing. You could be continuing on, a, on your law of attraction journey, or you could be exploring things that are quite specific. So one thing I would recommend is if you have Netflix, the Goop Lab, Lord have mercy. I think I'm going to watch it for a second time because it's amazing. It's a series about the Goop head office run by Gwyneth Paltrow, of course. And there is a particular episode about Wim Hof, who is the Iceman. He plunges himself into cold water every day. I can't even get into all the science of it, but it is absolutely incredible. It boosts your immune system. Um, it increases your productivity. It is wild. Look it up. You might want to research the 5am club, Miracle Morning. You don't even need to purchase the book, to be honest. It's by Robin Sharma. Um, you can just look up the hashtags on Instagram. You get a vibe for it. Get up at 5 or 6am and do a little Miracle Morning hour. That is life-changing. Um, it could be that you want to do the magic, the 28-day process. Do something to instill a new habit into your life, because why not now? The thing I hear most of the time is, I'm too busy for the law of attraction, I'm too busy to learn this stuff. You're not too fucking busy, because bitch, we ain't doing nothing now. We're doing nothing. We're at home. We're at home. You're never going to have as much time as you have now. But also, you do have time. Go back to the beginning of this podcast, what I was saying, net time, no extra time, time. That's when you're putting on your makeup. It's when you're driving to work. It's when you're commuting on the train. You can be learning and absorbing and, and consuming content that is good for you during your net time. Anyway, I've been talking for quite a long time now, Lord. So I'm not going to answer any questions this week. I had a couple in the reviews. Thank you so much. I'm going to save that for next week. Um, but a few little recommendations for you. Um, if you're really loving this podcast and you want to listen to some more, there is a brand new podcast out called Better With Paul. And it is Paul Brunson, the man that we all wish was our hot spiritually awakened Jamaican husband. He is doing nighttime bedtime affirmations um, with all different uh, focuses. I think he should have called it bedtime with Paul. I think he'd get a lot more subscribers with that. <laughs> but yeah, just check it out and follow him on Instagram as well. He's a really, I I've learned a lot of shit from him. Uh, questions, like I said, we're going to do next week. Um, blah, 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 blah. What else? 
Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at Law of Attraction Change My Life. Please do come and give me a follow and let me know any questions you have, any comments you have on the podcast. And also please do subscribe and review this podcast if you can, because it really does help a girl out. You can also follow me on Instagram at Francesca Amber if you just want to see pictures of me with things I've painted during lockdown, me sitting on a bouncy ball and complaining about my sciatica, me talking about how big my bump is and how in pain I am. <laughs> you get the vibe. Um, you can also search the Law of Attraction Changed My Life on all of the other social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube, all that jazz, except for TikTok because I'm too old for that shit. But thank you so much for joining me again this week. I really do appreciate it. Remember, every thought we think is creating our future. Who said that? Louise Hay, the legend, God rest her soul. The law of attraction changed my life. It's going to change yours too. I'll see you next week. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but, you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.